Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast. Bringing exciting interviews and memorable episodes for your listening and viewing pleasure. Broadcasting from our beautiful studios in Los Angeles, we're definitely here for the shits and shenanigans. Now buckle up ladies and gentlemen, here's our motherfucking host, Max. Hey, yo, what up, what it is, how you feeling, how you living, how you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues, I'm your host, Max. So glad to be back in the Wolf Den one more time with all my Wolfpack friends. Today, we have a special informative episode from the founder of the nonprofit organization, Kids Voices Matter. We have the lovely Sherry T in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, buckle up. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have in the Wolf Den, the founder of the nonprofit organization, Kids Voices Matter, the lovely Sherry T in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, so glad to have you. Glad to be here. Oh my goodness, this is it. This is a treat. Rearing for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. Let's dive in, shall we? Sure. What's something most people don't know about you? Well... Most people don't know that I was not raised by my natural mother and father. Mm. I was raised by her sister Wow! from a young age because my mother had an addiction uh, and my father uh, couldn't handle me. Mm-hmm. But I stayed in the family. Mm-hmm. Entire, mm-hmm. Yeah, with the entire family. Yeah. I stayed in the family. That's yes. good. That's good. That's a blessing. Wow. This knocked me off my socks. Oh, let's move into our question, shall we? Okay. Now, please tell me, how was Kids Voices Matter created? Well, um, my grandson was abused. Mm. And going to the courts, listening, observing the courts, I found out that once a child says, I've been abused, mm-hmm. no matter if it's sexual, mentally, physically, that the courts assigns uh court-appointed attorney, Mm -hmm. which silenced the kid's voice. Mm -hmm. The kid has no more voice then. The court appoints a therapist, a psychologist, Mm -hmm. who are people who are programmed from books that are created Mm -hmm. to determine the mental status, not of only the child, Mm -hmm. but of the family. Wow. So, therefore, the kids become silent, Mm -hmm. and the battle becomes between the parents and the psychologist Mm -hmm. and the attorney. Mm -hmm. And I found that the attorneys don't interview the kids, actually, to find out what's going on with them, their clients. They get paid by Mm -hmm. the state. They bill regularly, just like an attorney. Mm-hmm. But how would the kid know? How would anybody know? I found that the attorneys were billing the states and not even talking to the kids. Wow. Wow. So yeah. you have a lot of, uh, mm. I guess you could say, uh, embezzlement, you know, of yeah. government funds, um, forgery mm-hmm. of services rendered that's not <sighs> rendered. Yeah. You know, yeah, it gets deep. And then when the psychologist or the psychiatrist or these therapies, uh, the therapist gets involved, 
remember that these people are from a group of people who are therapists, doctors, psychologists, and um, judges and lawyers who write books Mm -hmm. to, uh, per se, quarantine Mm -hmm. the idea of how a child should think or feel Mm -hmm. when they are abused. Mm -hmm. And so then they become a checklist. Everybody becomes a checklist. Wow. And it's very, very, very disappointing. Because the outcome of the child is that either the child is taken away from their parents, put into another family member, Mm -hmm. or they are put in foster care, which is a booming business. Mm -hmm. So now the the guide is to uh, put them in foster care, take them outside of the family home, or the family environment of whether it's paternal or uh, maternal, mm-hmm. and then therefore, we have now a society of foster kids who become subjected to becoming victims. Yeah, and then they don't have a voice. Mm. So kids' voices matter. Jumped into not only from my grandson, um, not a voice not being heard, but it went into another world. Where these foster kids are, mm-hmm. they're silenced. Not yeah, they're silenced also, and then but they don't have anybody to speak for them, and then guess what? They become their own family. Mm-hmm. So the system is is taking away kids from their natural born paternal mm-hmm. or you know um, maternal families mm-hmm. and creating another system of families. And that's why these kids are so tight and uh, call themselves sisters and brothers. Mm. Wow, that is heavy. It's very heavy. That is heavy. Yes. Now, what's your organization's mission? Um, When we first started, we were just mainly trying to get the kids' voices heard. Mm -hmm. But in realizing that once the court steps in, that the kids' voices couldn't get heard. Mm-hmm. We had to figure out a way. We we're trying to figure out a way to get the parents' voices heard. Mm-hmm. So I would step in and some cases, the cases that I can handle, because it's a heavy load, and look at how the criteria of how to present the case, what was going on, what wasn't going on, mm-hmm. if the parent is legit. Mm-hmm. You know, you always have to make sure that the, the parent is legit. Right. And um, if the lawyer is legit and, and so on, which took us to... When we found the lawyers weren't legit, which took me down to the California the Bar Association, mm. downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I had a square off with the CEO mm, mm, mm. of California Bar because I was there with a parent whose child was abducted from United States. I mean, from Canada to the United States. Mm-hmm. And she had to come here from Canada to the United States. To try and get her son back. She's still fighting. Now she has visitation rights. Mm-hmm. And the day that I came, when we had this protest, it was just her and myself. Yeah. And then we uh, started, we kept going until he came down, the CEO came mm-hmm. down. And then we moved down to um, Stanley Moss Courthouse mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. and protested in there and mm-hmm. started gathering more and more people and more and more stories. Mm-hmm. And it just became more stories. Well, since then, that group has speared off to do court watching for parents. Mm-hmm. 
when a case, you know, their case is being heard and uh, they're spearing off about uh, corrupt judges. Mm. They have speared off to, for corrupt judges. Mm. So a lot of them have speared off since then. A lot of those people, just remember, it was just the two of us. Right. And then kept gathering and they just started one group and another group and another. And it's really, it's really becoming big mm-hmm. because abuse of children has brought all of these families together. Mm-hmm. So the point is that we have to figure out a way to get the parents, to have the parents speak truthfully, mm-hmm. of the, to abide the law that the courts are in compliance with the law that the judge can properly determine mm-hmm. if the child's best interest is to stay with which parent mm-hmm. or a family member mm-hmm. or even sometimes adoptive yeah, you know, outside the home. or foster. Yes. Wow, wow. Why do you think so many authority figures silence the child's point of view in abuse cases? Money. That's it. That's it's all. a big organization. If in doing the research, like I said earlier, the people who write these um, guidelines, mm-hmm. I'll say, for uh, the therapies and the courtrooms and so on, well, I've read a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And they make money off of them. Mm. There's checklists. Mm. 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 There go that word again, yes. y'all. And if you look through the checklist, which I have, it's a certain uh, way that you have to think. They think that you're going to think this way. Mm. It's, so one of the problems is when the, um, the parent who is the protective parent, accuses the other parent mm-hmm. of being the abuser. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why it becomes the protective parent becomes attacked because that person is not in the stable mind to deal with that, mm-hmm. according to this checklist. Mm. So they can become more unstable and react in a more unnegative I mean, negative way, whereas if the person who is the abuser, that's just their nature. Mm, mm, so it's mm. like saying a bad person is always a bad person and they have no hope. Mm-hmm. But a good person who becomes bad is dangerous. Mm. 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 Y'all better take heed, write down, take a note, because uh, spitting facts in the wolf day in the day. Mm, mm, mm. Now, I want to know, do you accept donors for your organization? Oh, yes, we do. We've always accepted donors, but we screen the donors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bad situation when we first started off, and uh, the donor was uh, a setup through people who were trying to sabotage Kid wow. Voices Matter. So we don't accept money. From just anybody, they would have to go through a screening. Okay. I mean, it's almost like they would have to go through a screening as if, have you ever been accused of child abuse? Right. Have you ever uh, had domestic violence? Right. Any you know, cases, cases open of that? or closed. Or open or closed. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened with that? Are you, are you a thief or did you rob a bank? Mm-hmm. Or You know, it mm-hmm. has to be. And the reason why we want to do this, we don't want to get people... I understand that people might want to cure their mindsets or, you know, do a redemption and all of that and retribution. That's fine. But 
sometimes when those people have those kind of mindsets, they're mm-hmm. looking for something else. They have, mm-hmm. you know, ulterior motives. Definitely. And we don't deal with people's ulterior motives. Definitely. The focus is mainly try to keep on the kids, mm-hmm. not on the adults, mm-hmm. unless the adult is the only way we can get through the kids. But donors, we have to screen the donors. I totally we understand. don't accept money from everybody. No. I totally understand. More people should screen their donors because a lot of less things that are bad will happen with different organizations and donors that feel like they are owed something or just anything. I mean, oof. So what besides sets you aside from everybody else to make donors trust you to fund your organization? Because of my integrity. They know me, mm-hmm. you know, they've seen some type of work that I've done or, mm-hmm. or uh, I mean, personally, they've seen mm-hmm. what I've done and we're very silent about what yeah. we do for people. Yeah. You, we're not looking for exploiting, Yeah, you know, uh, totally this is word of mouth. This organization, Kids Voices Matter, has spun off Los Angeles victims of CPS corruption mm. and it's growing. Mm. I mean, I have people, I have uh, some things lined up that I want to do with them and um, it's it's really big. I never expected it to, to get this big. I never expected that all of these people would need help. Yeah. So you must realize that um, court language is different from what they teach you in school. Very different. I'll put it like that. However, Street language Mm -hmm. teaches people corruption Mm -hmm. so they can easily identify who in the system with a title is not integral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why so many people are like, look, this one, I I can't have this attorney or that attorney. They ain't right. Correct. Because some of them just, they aren't right. You know, there are so many cases where the parents' papers do not get filed in court by the attorney that's appointed by the state of California and other states. Oh, by the way, I deal with all sources. I deal with states, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. Vegas, um, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. Florida, I mean, Texas, you name it. I deal with so many states, I can't even remember all of them now. Mm-hmm. All over. I deal with people all over the United States. Mm-hmm. And all of them have the same story that their voice is not heard and their papers are not filed. Wow. And these people are getting paid. By the hour. Yes. Well, see, when once a kid, if it's a child abuse case, the state... Appoints it becomes under the state, mm-hmm. um, so therefore, the state appoints an attorney for all parents mm-hmm. and the kids, mm-hmm. which silences their voices. Again, mm-hmm. wow. And you think they're in place to help, and they're really in place to tell you to shut up, sit in this corner, right? Wow. And I've gone to I've gone to CPS mediations with parents. Mm-hmm. And talk to their lawyers and mm-hmm. them to determine where the communication gap is, you know, mm-hmm. and so on, and what's not what's happening and what's not happening. And nine times out of nine, there's so much frustration, and 
the uh, attorney's caseload is heavy, mm-hmm. and they have to have someone to help them, and the papers don't get filed. Mm. And the parents don't understand the language, so the parents will say, uh, he did me wrong. He told that kid uh, that he hates me. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring the clothes back. He don't pay child support. Mm-hmm. He hit the child or she hit the child. Mm-hmm. So they talk in that language. Well, that's not the language to talk. Everything that is represented in the court mm-hmm. has to come under a state or, or federal law. Mm-hmm. So it has to be as per penal code section, such and right. such, this and is then, what happened. Correct. And mm-hmm. then describe you know, the mm-hmm. incident mm-hmm. to someone to justify the law was not in compliance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, and that's a lot of people's problem. They don't know that court language. They're like, talking right. and talking, but nothing's coming out that anyone is really gathering because it's not court lingo. You need to be... And in a domestic case, violence with um, children and kids, can you imagine the pressure of someone being threatened to tell the truth? Mm-hmm. See, that's the whole thing. Once the, tr- the truth is being threatened. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. That is out of this world. Now, why do you think donors want something in exchange when they're working with an organization? The donors want something in exchange? Mm-hmm. I've never met a donor that wanted anything in exchange except for me to continue what I'm doing mm-hmm. and to uh, train. I see now it's, um, it's more important, it's, it's just as important that I train as many people mm-hmm. as possible yes definitely we need yeah the more. donors never ask me i mean some donors do need help themselves or with their family members afterwards mm-hmm. you know they need help mm-hmm. later down the line they want to become a victim you know yeah they become right yes mm-hmm. spread like wildfire correct so what has your organization accomplished you know to date like who have you helped where have you helped what community have you helped how have you helped? I'll give you a story. One story is uh, I don't I don't forget the location, but it's outside of L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, this parent was being evicted out of her house by her husband and his mm. lawyer. She had two uh, special needs children, mm. and I read over the case. I spoke with her. I personally read over her case. Spoke with her looked over the case, and I saw she had a case in family law, which was Stanley Moss, and a case down at Edelman, which is a child mm-hmm. uh, protective service mm-hmm. courts. And uh, the information wasn't being related. I'm so glad you asked that. The information wasn't being related, mm-hmm. which means that I took the information from family law court that granted the mother all of these rights mm. and filed it in child court mm. and vice versa. Yes. The attorney and I serve the attorney. See, when I serve them, that means it's this is serious. When, when I do it myself, yes. if I go down there and file. But you know what I learned that day at that child court? The clerk told me it's called notice of related cases. Mm. The clerk said, "Oh, we don't, we don't do these. 
I said, oh, yeah, I think you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just needs to be filed. He said, let me call my supervisor. Please do. I just sat there. He called his supervisor. He read it. I mean, he read it to her. Mm-hmm. He hung up the phone. He said, do you need me to make copies for you? I said, no, I have all my copies right here. Thank you very much. He said, you're the first one that has brought this case, a case like this, Mm -hmm. paper here to relate cases. How many kids do we have in the county of Los Angeles and all these court-appointed attorneys that are not relating the information so if the batter, the batter mm-hmm. of the case is in family law, mm-hmm. but if it's not filed in the child case, in the children's court, yeah. there's no communication of it. So the judge is sitting there only looking at what is presented. He can't go in or she can't, the judge can't go and say, well, where is this information at that the child was battered mm-hmm. or something? So what does the judge do? Go by what's in front of them. What's in front of them, and then go tell one of the CPS or the attorneys to investigate. Well, now a year has passed or something has passed, and boom. Now it's either gotten worse or uh, the people have been intimidated, Mm -hmm. the families and so on. Mm -hmm. It's frustration levels. How is it that I'm the first one to file a case that that man has seen? He's been there for ages. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it ended up, but that mother didn't get evicted. Mm. And the attorney was so angry that I wanted to know why he was angry. So we did some research on him, mm. and then he had been uh, disbarred or suspended for a while because he was harassing some coworker. Oh, boy. He can't even get along with people he worked with. Right. How are you going to help somebody else? So he has, he has an attitude. Because mm. when people see what I've learned, too, in this when people have negative attitudes toward the truth, mm-hmm. it's a reason. It's a, it's a problem. Look for the reason. Mm-hmm. Don't Definitely. concentrate on what it is, but yes. So she didn't, her and her kids are still there today. Mm. That is wonderful. Uh-huh. That is wonderful. And all these cases, all these backlogs, all these kids, like you said, probably just need that file to relate them cases correct to get with the right people correct and so I've, they can have the right kind of life and see and i've posted i showed people the form but then people they don't understand because she didn't grasp it mm-hmm. she grasped it. i said i'm going down there to file it myself and another case i just did here at santa monica i told the um it was uh from vegas mm-hmm. and um a parent from vegas needed my help and I went over the stuff and I said, okay, we got to relate the cases. That's the only way mm-hmm. to get the judge. Mm-hmm. And I went down to Santa Monica myself and filed it and the parent. So this is what happens if a person doesn't file any information or relate the cases. The judge is sitting there and it becomes a pendulum because everybody's talking. Going and so and the, the aura of is just going back and forth mm-hmm. because you're not giving the courts Exactly. Concrete information so they can see it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just talking. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of lawyers here who know people haven't filed any cases. Mm Because when I served that that, um, case here in Santa Monica and served that kid's attorney, oh, the attorney got upset. Mm -hmm. But I said, yeah, that's all right. Be mad. Yeah. Do your job. I'm waiting on you. Yeah, please. Because he flipped. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. 
Mm-mm. Yes, that is outrageous. These people are put in position to help and move these paperwork through and do what we supposedly can't do. Correct. What we supposedly can't do. Correct. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, I need to be paying you $1,500 a month <laughs> just to do this on the side. And then another 2000 an hour just to go cut up all of them. And I, I explained to people, I'm working on something big up north. Uh, it was really, this is what I'm saying. This stuff spins off to so much. Parents needed help. Mm-hmm. And um, come, and this lady was saying she was going to help them. Well, she was taking their money, not filing no papers, no doing papers. it under the name of the Lord. Wow. The Lord will guide me of what paper to file next. And wow. How she be. Yes. Well, I did some research. When I stepped in and looked, you, I looked to see if people are in compliance. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is really going on here? Just scam. Just a scam. People have to understand when a child is taken away from their parent, it's very traumatizing mm-hmm. for both. Right. It's traumatizing for the child and it's traumatizing for the parents. But the child can think straighter than the parent. The parent goes all over Distraught. the place. They're distraught. Okay. So that moves them up to be the higher victim it and does. the better target. It does. Because they've got the child out the way. Mm-hmm. So then they target the parents. Mm. And the parents become what? Desperate. They do anything. For help. So anybody Pay that anybody. tells them, yes. Pay yes. any amount. Yes. That is so I sad. have receipts from it. Mm-hmm. I look at this, it shakes my head. I'm going to do another video on it. I've met... Some parents met me up in um, Talara County to bring me paperwork to show me that these this woman had taken their money from them and hadn't done anything to help them with the kid, mm. with the son, all. Yes. I'd rather tell people, this is all I could do for here. Let me do this. Let me do that. And this is what I need you to do. You have a friend that could do it. My peoples can't do this. You know, they don't get involved in that. Mm-hmm. This is what you got to do here. This is what you have to do here. And so on. And then I stay on them. And I've had people, I've had people who, uh, uh, what you call it, <laughs> didn't pass their drug test. Mm. You know. The infamous piss test. Boy, boy, right. boy. Have me, you know, arguing. I had to get hip to that. I had to learn mm-hmm. why these people were calling me to talk to the attorneys mm-hmm. and the counselors and the labs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, well, why don't all you have to do is take your test? If you're dirty, you're dirty. If you're not, just talk to the judge. You know, mm-hmm. you know so I'm just saying it works both ways. A lot of times when I'm talking up for them, and sometimes it's like they are not right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But then a lot of times, sometimes they are. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they're distraught. Right. And the thing that instead of people just saying, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to talk. But I'm, I know I'm not wrong. I'm not crazy. That's mm-hmm. another thing that parents say. I know I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. And that lets you know right there, people are not listening. Their voices have been silent too long. CPS, if people, CPS laws are equivalent to slavery laws. If you read. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Wolfpack. I'm going to need you to run that back. Let's rewind that right there. I'm going to need you to say that one more time for people in the back that didn't hear. You understand me? Because CPS, boy, oh my goodness, y'all. Y'all is a mess. Y'all supposed to be here to help. 
And for every one good counselor, it's a hundred, excuse me, bad ones that just this on the whole organization. And what is the child to do? What's the parent to do? Suffer. Lose. Keep losing. Mm -hmm. For what? CPS laws are equivalent to slavery laws. If you recollect, documented history has let us know that slaves were bought and sold like cattle. Mm -hmm. Property. There are, and also that if a child was born into slavery, then they became property also. Mm-hmm. There is a law with CPS. They're there. I didn't write the laws. I just read it. Mm-hmm. There are laws that if a parent has been under CPS investigation or subjected to any uh, discipline under CPS, that any child they have thereafter can mm. be investigated. They just can be on just because they had another child. Ooh. It's a law. It's there. Read it. I, wow. I tell people, read the CPS laws. If you're wondering why CPS has the authority to come in and take the child, read those laws. Mm-hmm. Read them. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all parents out you there, know the, better, um, better educate yourself. Parents being in the hospital, in the hospital having a baby. Five years ago, they, they were uh, addicted. Mm-hmm. They got over their addiction. But that ping comes up when they had his next baby. And it's a record kept on mm. these people who were addictions and so on. And that ping comes up and it comes right back to you. Wow. Just like if you were a slave. Mm-hmm. And even though you were over here with these free people. But then your origin came from there, from shut the slaves. Such and such on you. Yes. You going back to such and such. You going back. Yes. Wow. That's just how <clears throat> the law is there. So <clears throat> instead of placing the kids, when they take them out of the uh, natural home of the parents, their place is called foster care, mm-hmm. which get paid by mm-hmm. the state. It's a whole nother business. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, take you them out it. of here and then you put them over there. Mm. And that justifies that money. Mm. 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 People need to read the laws. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And here, rec- until recently, I think it was in, this is 2021, uh, 2018 or something, um, the kids, the foster kids were being kicked out at 18. No matter what. And you're done. Don't even know where their original origin is, is where they mm-hmm. came from. <sighs> so they're out in the world like zombies trying to figure out. Well, you know, I don't want to refer to them as monsters, but, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, in just, a their state mindset, of mindset is... Like, where do I go? What do I need help? Wander I mean, how do I get help? Yeah, just wandering. Mm-hmm. Not wonder, wander, wander, wandering around. Right. So what do they do? They probably, we see these new sets of, of, of society of young people mm-hmm. 
Well, they weren't developed to be other than in a family orientation of other foster kids. Mm-hmm. And that was just to, to survive mm-hmm. the foster system until they could be of age to help themselves. Mm-hmm. The We're different. We've got a new generation out there. Definitely. Definitely. When they had the protests and so on, and it, when you saw, when I saw those kids, and I know you saw them out there, mm-hmm. I kept wondering to myself, are there any of those kids foster kids? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they had no foundation, right? Prior. Just foster care. Wow. Wow. Foster care families. Kids Voices Matter has discovered all of this. Mm-hmm. One silent voice unveiled so many. Yes. yes. So many. Yes. Wow. So for this year, I know it's almost over, but what has Kids Voices Matter's goals been this year? Still is. Goals still are. Um, besides getting... Um, Okay, so what I try, we try to uh, put the forms out on in the public so they can do, you know, write them and all like this. But I'm saying it's getting too much. It's, it's becoming, a, it's snowballing. Mm-hmm. So I know I have some hookup with some people of a lawyer group. Mm-hmm. Now I know this is going to be a real tough one. I'm going to try to present. They asked me to make a presentation mm-hmm. that these parents get assistance mm-hmm. with these attorneys for their declarations and their primary motions. Mm-hmm. A, a motion would be to um, say if there's an existing order in the court that they want to change that right. order. That's a motion. You know, everything mm-hmm. is a motion. Or uh, if they want to add something to it, mm-hmm. even for the grandparents, if the grandparents want to yeah. visit the child and put it in, you know, there's another set of voice that silence. Correct, the grandparents. and that's the ones that's the foundation there, mm-hmm. the grandparents. Right, and that's a you know I'm glad you brought that up because when you take the children out of their paternal and maternal families, mm-hmm. that eliminates the grandparents. Who have been the foundation of all nations forever and the right. wisdom. Right. So you're removing the wisdoms in essence from the children. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be wise. You want them to follow mm-hmm. and compromise. Just compromise and adapt is forced adaption. Mm-hmm. Step and fetch. Correct. So we want, I want to, uh, these lawyers, this group, they have, uh, it's an agency, and they have people everywhere. And because since we have all the states, and I want to try to create something that if they need a declaration, mm-hmm. that they can do it for a minimal fee mm-hmm. for, uh, say, like they have to write a declaration of 20 pages, mm-hmm. you know, uh, including their exhibits or so mm-hmm. on, or 30 pages or so on. And that they could write it for them and file it for them in court. Mm-hmm. That this would not be, and that's not a, that it's a limited scope, a limited. And then I want to move to limited scope. Mm-hmm. That for those parents who can't um, speak well in court and so on, 
that the, these lawyers can represent them mm -hmm. and talk for them. And that's called a limited scope. Mm -hmm. It's not that they would be hired and put on a retainer fee. Yeah. But for uh, the arguments of saying why uh, I need the child uh, to visit more, I need more hours or yeah, something. Whatever you know, you're trying to get whatever across, you're trying to get across. And you can't get it out right. on your own. Yeah, that, and most parents, they can't. Because, right, because be they are, yeah. You know, they're distraught. I right. mean, you know, people, uh, a judge, just being in a courtroom is intimidating for people. Indeed. Indeed. You know, and so on. And uh, we, you have to look at the judge's point of view, too, to a certain extent, because... They get a lot of bull. You get a lot of bull. You got to plus, weed through. Or through. you don't have nothing to read. Nothing to go on. Nobody mm -hmm. has done nothing. Mm -hmm. Nobody. The lawyers have done nothing. Right. You, you know, the parent, nobody has said nothing. No, you guys are, uh, uh, right. the fact sheet. Right. The case so fact he, sheet, that's it. And then he's going to sit there and talk and talk and talk. Everybody, he's got to, you know, and it becomes a pendulum. Mm -hmm. You know, the courts are a pendulum. I mean, entirely. So the focus now, and, and I'm with organiza other organizations too, um, uh, the Bay Area, I've joined with them also. Nice. And uh, we're trying to unite all of the skills or talent. You cannot. I don't. I don't particularly like for people to feel that um, they have to protest in a every week or mm -hmm. we protest this or that. Because don't get me wrong, protesting brings about people. But then once you get your message out there. What you just said earlier, what is the next step? What right. is the next goal? Mm -hmm. How are people going to get their kids back? How are people going to mm -hmm. unite their families back together? Okay. Mm -hmm. And what I see is that some people, a lot of people, a lot, need their papers written uh -huh. and they need them filed in court. Right. And they need limited scope representation in court mm -hmm. for them. For themselves. Okay. Number if the parent one. can't get the the basic idea across what's going on, then what? right. Anybody gonna guess? Anybody gonna you know do a failure? Because the privacy law for the child, well, you have to go through the judge to see court records, mm. and it has to be a real good reason mm -hmm. of the children. Mm -hmm. So, meaning that. A child's attorney that's appointed could possibly try to stop one of the paternal or maternal parents from seeing that child's records. Mm -hmm. mm. That's and old... what does that mean? No voice right. for the kid. So the kid's records is just sitting there of all the information mm -hmm. and nobody read it. Example. A CPS worker lied on me and said I said one thing, and I didn't say that. Mm -hmm. Had I not had access to those records, I wouldn't have known why everybody was coming at me like, well, you said it or, you know, acting so confused. Uh -huh. So the CPS, my word was good enough. My word was good enough for the CPS to get their way and everybody get their way. But then, because they lied and put it on paper, but they, they weren't expecting me to read the paper, to right. see the paper. Right. And when I got the paper, and I'm still going after that, because mm -hmm. it, that that's, you know, that's federal. That's, that's so a, many fraud cases on top of charges. Low. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, 
Mm. That's just something else. Mm-hmm. So now that I, and then I'm like, well, why would you lie? You're not paid to lie, Mm-mm. or are you? I'm thinking, just maybe. But look how people play with people's lives so much by just twisting the story around. A piece of paper. On a piece of paper that you don't know is traveling and going to be documented and, and control your life. Right. Like, this is not going to go away. No, it's this not. This is not a secret note in class. Right. This is documented, filed legal paperwork here. Government. Mm. And can pull mm. it back. So that's why I did so many articles about it and put it on public knowledge a lot that he lied because I wanted acknowledge when I finally come back that I've been telling y'all this is a lie. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay? Mm-hmm. Been telling you. Well, um it's coming. They even have a law, which people don't even know. I was the first on that. Uh, at Stanley Moss, if um if the attorneys are found in contempt of court for uh, falsifying documents and so on. They they can be charges can be brought against them. It's a green paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a law. I was the first one to file one of them. Nobody filed it, and all these didn't know. It's just oh, surface wow. two years. Oh, then COVID wow. hit. So ain't really ain't nobody trying to file. Mm-mm. No. Mm. No. So that's what the goal is, is to try and get many parents who are skilled in the fields of whatever field they have, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to get them all together Mm -hmm. and get these papers in court, train parents. Even if you could get someone to train them on um, how to talk to the judge, because all the questions are robotic. Yeah. Quite so. They, in the courts. Very seldom the, do they change. All the complaints are robotic. Mm, mm, mm. If you talk to a parent from each state, I bet you. They got the same response in different courts. There's no question in my mind. That's cold. And they tell, I talk to people across the, the, the world. And they <laughs> give us this lie that everybody case different, though. It's only thing that's different is your name. Hmm. And your social security number and your file number that they assign yeah, that's you. That's pretty much it. Everything else is ooh, copy paste. The criteria, the incident. And think about it. It would have to be similar in order for them to write books, in order for them to tell what signs to look for mm-hmm. and how it could fit in this category or that category. Because if it was unique, then you would have. One million unique situations. Mm-hmm. They don't have one million unique situations. They got so many similar. They got checklists for them. Correct. Mm, mm, mm. Correct. And these are the the people in the buildings and the jobs and the authority figures in place to quote unquote help the children yes. to help the people. Yes. Somebody need to rewrite. Start over. People need to realize who you're talking to. I was talking to a lady once in a very pleasant setting and she was asking me about kids' voices matter as we, you're talking now and about the abuse, the sexual abuse of kids. That's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And she told me 
that I would have to be more compassionate and understand a pedophile. Okay. So I looked at her like, okay, I'm not sure where we're going with this. What? what? I have what? Yeah. Compassion and pedophile don't go in the same sentence together. And no, I'm not sorry. That's what it is. You sick bastard. So I told her before I really ventured into a a lot of communication with people about pedophiles. I went and studied as much criteria as I could, mm-hmm. and I studied him. I can't remember the gentleman's name. He opened up a, a therapy building therapy for pedophiles. He dealt with pedophiles. He studied about a thousand cases he studied. And I had learned that through pedophilia, what we know as pedophiles, you and I, common people, mm-hmm. we know, we think of pedophile as an individual penetrating a child. Mm-hmm. with uh, a foreign object, mm-hmm. their hand or uh, their genitals mm-hmm. or their mouth or so on. Uh-uh. That's just what we think of pedophiles. You have pedophiles who like to watch. Mm-hmm. Those are a big group of that pe- just look at kids and just yes. go to town in their mind. Yes. They don't have to touch you have people who like to watch, in pedophilia, you have people who like to watch the uh, the, the parents that the kids suffer. See, it's not so much... Whoa, Jack, wait, wait a okay. minute. <laughs> yes. We look at pedophilia as hands-on touching a kid uh-huh. only. Through this man, I discovered that it's just not... The touch, Mm. the actual contact, it's the aftermath of pain. Mm. So they like to see the aftermath of pain of a child begging them to leave them alone or how they become submissive. This is a heavy mental game. So when when she asked me this question of being passive, she had no idea. You're not thinking about that. That I had researched this in so many ways because this is a world that is very, 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 you talking about Alfred Hitchcock? Mm -hmm. Have nothing on this. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Theoretically speaking, or hypothetically, why would so many people allow for kids to be in pain and they're in a position to make sure that they're not? Why would they allow them? Could it be that they like to watch? Mm. We have to go forward with and stop thinking about this just touch. See, um, we think of verbal abuse. Right. We think of physical abuse. Bam, bam, bam. And we think of sexual abuse. Right. But we're not even thinking of mental. Mental abuse. The real mental. And a lot of those. And these people who like to watch. They ain't getting charged. Because they just watching. 
They just chilling. Ain't nobody telling no them because they just watching. Oh, Lord. There's numerous people who get caught with um, pedophilia on them. They've never touched a child in their life. Mm-hmm. That's not how, that's not their flavor to touch. Mm. It's so, you. 31 the, flavors of pedophilia. Yes. Mm, mm, mm. That's some cold stuff right there. And the ladies, uh, I can't remember this man. I think it was in New York or New Jersey where he had his base. And uh, the ladies got wind of him that he was treating uh, pedophiles. And they put him out the building so he had to get a private uh, place. Some some women, some people don't go for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, being around. They don't want that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Especially if you know. you People just think of pedophilia, like I'm saying, as touch. Mm-hmm. But mm. it's, it's very, and to grasp the idea that people like to watch, we all like to watch TV. Right. We all like to watch uh, things on a, a, what you call it, a YouTube. Right, I mean, videos. Watching is how. TikToks and yeah. all that there. Yes. I like the bird watch personally. Yes. Lord Jesus, the watchers. Correct. Stephen King, I need you to pull one out. Because that is crazy. The Watchers. Mm. Mm. People have always liked to watch pain. It's just being revealed in other sources. You know, you hear about S&M. And you're like, oh. And they, you know, they say they made, uh, what you call them, uh, videos on them. You know, porn mm-hmm. has always been around. Right, right. All of that. But it never was brought down to a level of children right. that I was familiar with. Right, right. And I never understood the watching part. Whole mm, mm, mm. form of it. <laughs> the mental of pain. Mm. I never understood that because I've never dealt with it. But mm-hmm. with dealing with pedophilia, oh yeah, it's oh my goodness. That is wild. There's a lot of people who like to watch. That is, I'm telling you, Alfred Hitchcock doesn't have Stephen King. Nothing. They don't have nothing on. They they still the watchers cartoon work. Mm, mm, mm. The watchers, y'all. That's cold right there. That is cold. What do you think would happen if Kids Voices Matter couldn't accomplish its goals? Um. There are so many goals now. It's this is it's in the universe now. It's it's mm-hmm. it's it's in my hands because I started it. Mm-hmm. But it's just taking off so many. Uh, it's it's like a tree. It's like kids' voices matter is the branch. You know, you see a tree, you plant mm-hmm. a tree, mm-hmm. and then it branches out and it has the leaves. Mm-hmm. Well, kids' voices matter is the tree. Mm-hmm. So the goals are never ending. Yeah. You know, it's it's never ending. It's always branching to this. It's branching to that. Uh, example: We branched off into. Uh, did I say the um, some these women stealing uh, people's social security numbers? Mm. Now, how? I mean, you know, I wouldn't even thought that. Uh, right. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah, she's collecting. She's pretending like she's. Um, doing some paperwork for them. So she sets up this phony contract wow. and asks them for their social security number mm. on it. 
So now the police are involved. Okay. Social Security, got to get Social Security line, you know, got to present it to them. Exactly. To show it's a new scam. These numbers. What do you, what would you give your Social Security number for to this person? For what? You know, from a can of paint or their organization for that matter. I mean, come on, do some research. They're not getting a credit card for you. So that's what I'm saying. That is the, crazy. The, this this branching off that is this kid's voice's matter has taken on. It's a portal. The portal is becoming bigger and mm-hmm. bigger, and it's just like okay, and will you handle that or what or. Mm-hmm. But this social security number and see. Um, that is so sad. It ventured into when the people first told me about the social security numbers. I was like. Oh, wait a minute now. Maybe you got to be exaggerating. But the person hit a sober living home. And sober people want to see their kids too. So they wanted their social security number to file, help them get their social security so they could have some money and, ex- you know, like get on that. They had a whole plan. I'm trying to tell you this is what Kids Voices Matter has. Ooh, this is some branches. Wait. So, they didn't file no papers or nothing. People waiting. I'm like, I'm telling the people, wait a minute. You know, that's a simple thing. All you have to do is go on. You can go on and do it on your phone. Da, 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 da. What? So then I, I witness it myself. I get a paper in my hand that was forged not only by the person they were forging their signature, but they forged the notary. Mm, mm, mm. And they had a notary on the block, like, like so stuff. that's Secretary of State stuff. That, that's we up there. Ooh, we breaking ceilings. That is crazy. So, in, in me trying to figure out why this person didn't file the papers for these people to see their kids, <laughs> we done went all the way. Mm, mm, mm. And you say goals. It's not the goals has nothing to do with this. This has its own life it's force. A, yeah, it's a living, breathing organism at this point. Correct. Mm, mm, mm. Kids' voices matter, and they so do. We're not robots. Right. Kids are not robots. Parents are not robots. Very and true. that's what they're trying to make sure they're not robots. Nobody is a robot. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to create robots. Mm-hmm. The people who are the robots are the people who lie and steal and take the money and don't do their job. Right. Wowzers. You remember the little story about the little boy who the family beat him? Mm-hmm. The uh, mother and the father, Gabriel? Yeah, I remember. I met his family. I talked yeah. to his family. And... uh very, yes. I talk with his family. I keep his picture on my nightstand. I mean, on my dresser. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I knew something was wrong, I looked at his. But anyway, and the hopelessness that they have because they're never, they will never feel any resolution. Right. Period. And, you know, the pain that they went through. Are going through. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible. 
So even with me myself being the base of communicating with these families, mm-hmm. sometimes I have to take a step back because I'm just like I cannot believe that I'm hearing these stories or this is this happening. is what's happening right now. Like my gosh, what is wrong in with people? court? Right, that little boy. Did you even read see the documentary on him? I couldn't look at it. It took I me, heard the story. It's, it's episode. And it, it hurt me so bad. I said I cannot look. Episode six at the corner, where they tell how many bruises he had to mm-hmm. have. I had to more than a grown person can handle, huh? See, I can't. I had to regroup, stop, go back because I wanted to write it down. Mm-hmm. I wanted to understand what this kid went through. Mm-hmm. And it was horrible. Episode six. Mm, mm, mm. Poor baby. All these poor babies, both here and gone. It's sad. In a lot of cases, all it would have took is a lazy lawyer to get off your butt and go file that document. Right. In a lot of situations. And believe, you know, people take abuse. When a person makes an allegation or an accusation, of abuse, even if it's a law authority, it it always appears that the abuser has a better game of talking. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, why? Because the protective parent is always hysterical, mm-hmm. going and, off guard, and going off in area, you know, and distraught, and distraught. Like, what is just, going on? You can't control them and all that, right? Where the abuser. Just saying, cool, see, calm, and collective. Cool, yeah, see, how, see how that's see what how we deal asking. with. This is what we deal with all the time. Yeah. Knowing dang oh well, this right. is not this person's normal character. Right. But you just, just took their baby from them. Right. Was they, how was they supposed to, to act? Them. Right. Correct. You hurt their baby and took their baby from them. What What was they supposed to do? You've seen movies. We weren't in that era. but And I've read, I read a lot of the sl- uh, narrative of slave books. Mm-hmm. And there's movies that have, you know, mimic this scene. Mm-hmm. The the uh, wagon is driving away with the little kids on it, and the parent running behind the wagon. Don't take my baby. Don't take my baby. Give me back my baby. Let me have my baby. Well, that's just what keep people people are doing. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every day. Wow, that is crazy. That is sad. And in any case, if any kid is abused, I want to put this out there too. If any kid is abused, take them to the hospital mm-hmm. and have them checked immediately. Mm-hmm. The hospital is legally bound to call the police. Mm-hmm. Then follow up with your own pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Take them to the hospital. They have technology that they do not have to physically enter the kid to determine if there's any damage and how extensive it is. Mm-hmm. They can. They have technology now to mm-hmm. do that. Unless it's just visibly 
you know, yeah. you know, able to see visibly. So where people make their mistakes is they call the police first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immediately. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you got to go take that baby to be Abuse out. means pain and hurt. You go to the doctor for pain and hurt. Right. Simple Once it's been in, right. If you're trying to stop it, you call the police mm-hmm. so they can stop the pain and hurt. The person from, yes, but get to that the stage. people that help pain and hurt are the doctors. Correct. And California has uh, uh, an abuse center, a children's hospital. Los Angeles mm-hmm. has a, uh, an abuse center in their hospital. Mm-hmm. They sure do. That is wonderful. They, and so they cool. testify in court with the DA and stuff. Wow. Which I'm going to use to an advantage yes. in more ways than one. Yes. But see, this is what I'm saying. This, when you say about goals, this is a, this is a treat. Yeah. This is in the branches that sprung out and there's so many avenues, so many things, but it's important that parents, uh, that people get help. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, one, of, one of my most devastating cases is uh, I had a parent who was a foster parent. I mean, a foster child who's grown now. And, uh, it's very sad. He witnessed some horrible things mm. while being a foster kid. And he always tried to research and find them. And uh, they he couldn't find the records. So it was like he was going crazy. Mm. And a lot of things came up. And he... It's, it's sad. You never know if someone... If if you marry somebody who's been in the foster system mm-hmm. and so on, you know, you're gonna have to realize that that person could have went through trauma you can't Absolute even horror. imagine, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to fit in and be normal, quote unquote, trying to find some type of normalcy mm-hmm. in day to day life and appear normal and and help with people and and so on. And they could have it's it's really I'm telling you this system that is created uh, now with people just trying to feel normal. Mm-hmm. How can you feel? I mean, you know, they. I don't know that I can say how can you feel normal when being abused, uh, or should you feel normal, or you know, yeah. or just you know, some people oh just deal with it. In the old days, it's like oh that happens this one and that happened and. You just deal with it and keep moving. But mindsets are different now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, very different. And the sensitive levels of people are spread all over the place. And without any structure, you know, from uh, from that period of four or five years old to you're a teenager is mainly a lot of structure mm-hmm. uh, and guidance is supposed to be given to you. And if you lack that, then you're going out in the world really not knowing what you're facing up against. Mm-hmm. So it's like a a man who can't read, a person who can't read. Mm-hmm. You got to fool everybody yeah. so they don't see the real you. Exactly. You got to put a mask on every day because then here comes the ridicule and the finger pointing. 
Correct. Some people can't take that. No. A lot of people can't take that. No. Because it just brings back what? The pain. Mm Mm-hmm. So Kids Voices Matter has, like I said, it's become a branch and a portal. I mean, a tree and a portal. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. How can your supporters help other than making financial contributions? Oh, by uh, serving papers for parents. If they have any knowledge of writing the papers, if they uh, uh, can structure for them, if they can uh, uh, do therapy talking. Sometimes people just need to talk. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, Now, some parents, uh, donors, if... Some parents need help, like uh, getting the gas money to go there, so mm-hmm. on. And I, you know, I don't. We like try to hook people up that can help people directly. You know, right. we've done that too. Just right. oh yeah, they just needed something for then or whatever, right. and hook them up then. Uh, so it's giving of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if a person says that one person has the paper, the uh, printer. Mm-hmm. The other person has the laptop. The other mm-hmm. person has the ink. And they provide that so the service, you know, the papers could get done, right. you know, on a group effort and so on. Because what I've noticed is that whereas people thought they were me, myself, and I, and by themselves, me, myself, and I, and mm-hmm. by myself. Mm-hmm. Listen to what I said. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, and I, and, and by, by myself. myself. All right. They're not anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. Now, we always knew me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. But me, myself, and I, and by myself. That's a whole other realm right there. Yes. And a lot of people were feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's horrible is when per- parents, oh, talk about committing suicide. We've had several. Mm, I can imagine in, in this uh, light of work, losing your child, that has to be almost take me too, Lord. These people that have committed suicide, all walks of life. Mm. People who are prestigious and people who have fallen. Mm-hmm. And they have committed suicide. And everybody's just like, wow, when that happens. We don't feel like failures. Nobody is just like, so we have to get stronger. Because that is so, so... So devastating. Right. I'm telling you, it's all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And those, those things we don't sort of talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. When people commit suicide, I just send you a group. We don't. It's, it's like, it's just such a, a aura, a, 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 a great cloud over. Mm-hmm. And you, you're just like, oh my God, please don't nobody else do it. You know, you try exactly. to make sure that people it's don't not follow. It's a Yeah, you know. Because it's a lot of people in their same shoes. It's really something to see through your phone a person tell them, I've had enough. I'm going to take my life. So you're like, okay, if you call the police, something's going to be a 5150. Right. That could go against the case. Right. Is there anybody here who can talk to them? <laughs> right. You know, like, got to put them on a 48 hour watch. But to see those words come through your phone is really something. Through the fight, man, I give up. Yeah. Be strong, people. Be strong. So I would say, people, 
anybody who's been who's been victimized and has a skill and wants to donate something, donate your skill. Mm-hmm. Helping others can help you help yourself to grow and learn. Right. Just like I grew and learned in this of all these things. And sometimes my ability is that I can put it on the shelf. Everybody can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for fortune or fame or anything of that sort. I'm looking for happy faces and for the kids to um, see me and smile that they know that I've, uh, oh, that's a big reward, that I've made sure that they get this or I'm helping their parents yeah. and so on. That's right. that's a big reward right imagine. there. Yeah, that is a big reward. So I would just hope that people, whatever skill you have, that you, you know, do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people want to, if they want to do a protest, a small protest, and one person uh, say, I'll make the signs for you mm-hmm. guys, what you do. All of those kind of things help. Right. There's so many things that help. Right. You know, people try, this a group tried to get me to come up. Uh, they just wanted me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I couldn't come I, uh, up north for mm-hmm. a protest. It was somewhere on the side of San Luis Obispo over mm-hmm. there. I mean, people call me, come, you know, just to show that I'm there, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't go everywhere. Right. You know? Right. Only one person. So, right. So I try to get other people to be more uh, structured, mm-hmm. you know, and so on and stay away from the Jerry Springer and right. all of that old kind of messy stuff. Right. Right. You know, uh, we already dealing with enough mess. Mm-hmm. Indeed. You know, I totally agree. Yes. Totally agree. Please tell our listeners where they can find you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, on the page is Kids Voices Matter. Mm-hmm. They can find there, and they can find me on Los Angeles CPS um, corruption, victims of uh, CPS corruption. Okay. And they can inbox me on there. Now, don't get perturbed if I don't answer right away. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I'm trying to do for uh, the CPS, I've got a form, and I'm trying to set up a format that uh, we can have a meeting with the CPS heads mm-hmm. and the um, uh, Board of Supervisors. Mm-hmm. I already have a structured form. And norm- if I could just get them to convert it over or if I, I have to have permission, though, yeah. to forward their stuff. Right. So that's the next big project. Nice. Okay. For the kids. That's nice. that's the next one. And that's a big one. I don't know where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I've met with the liaison from them and the boards and so on. And I, so, uh, I mean, they're very cordial with me, but mm-hmm. I mean, to me, it's like talking to, um, what's that? Not a hurricane. What's that other one? A tsunami. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I understand. They don't, you know, they don't come at me that way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. Right. Uh, so, Let's just quiet her down right quick. Exactly. You know, I mean, think about it. If the CEO himself came down out of uh, the Los Angeles, mm-hmm. California Bar Association, mm-hmm. and he stood, told her, and looked at me, and he looked at like, I want you gone. I mean, he didn't say those words. Yeah. And I looked at him like, I'm not going nowhere. That's what it is. I mean, I have his information and all. Mm. You know, I know I'm like a thorn in his side, but that's what he get paid for. Indeed. Deal with it. Deal with it. I want to thank you so much for joining me in the Wolf Den today. This has been one beautiful episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I hope 
I hope this helps. I don't hope I don't get overwhelmed. But oh no. <laughs> yeah, well, get ready. It's, okay. it's coming. I'm, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's coming. It's coming. Thanks again for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The founder of Kids Voices Matter, Miss Sherry T. We out. Thank you for joining us in the wolf den this week please remember to subscribe to our youtube channel and visit our website at wolfpussymonologues.com for your weekly wolf pussy therapy howl at you soon